Hey guys, it's another episode of Rebel Talk. You guys know how it goes. It's real, it's raw, it's Rebel Talk. Hey. Let's go. That's my boy Keith Nettles. You can find that song on YouTube under Keith Raw Nation, guys. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Rebel Talk. So I told you guys that I was going to have some surprise guests for y'all this year. So I have a longtime friend of mine. His name is Tukey. I've been knowing him since I was like 17, 18. Really amazing person. I remember back in the past, he was in the streets heavy, like, you know, a, a shoot, a fight, it wasn't, it, it wasn't no problem, you know? So now we're older, you know, we're more wise, we're more mature and we're both becoming more financially sound, more emotionally sound, more spiritual sound. We're learning from our past mistakes and we just wanted to share some knowledge with you guys as we always do. So I'm going to let Tuki take over from here. He's just going to talk to you guys about, you know, coming from the street life and some of the things that he's experienced. So Tuki, what's up? Talk to the people. What's happening? What's happening? It's your boy, too. Uh, people who know me, you know what I mean, know I ain't with the shits. So we going to jump right off into, you know what I mean, it ain't so bad starting over. And I'm not going to go into details about, you know what I mean, what type of starting over we talking about. With on my end. But financially, you know what I mean, job, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Personal personal relationships. You know what I mean? Even your personal self. And I used to always think starting over, uh, people be like, you need to change. Change what? What I've been doing, I've been working this long for me. So why change it? I mean, but let me let you know something too. In three years, I didn't got either two to three certificates or certifications every year for the past three years. So that's eight to nine, well, eight to, you know, 11, 12 certifications. One of them is CPR. Wow. A lot of people don't think they need it. Go ahead, Jess. I was saying, wow, like that's dope because I remember before we started the podcast, you was telling me about, you know, how people don't know CPR and how you learn CPR. And when you was telling me that, I was like, damn, I don't know CPR. And then we started talking about like how a lot of people in our culture don't know how to swim. And um, so me being an insurance adjuster, I see a lot of different cultures. And I was talking to one of my great friends. She's an older white lady. I think she's probably in her early 50s, but she looked really young and she actually has a yacht and she was like hey jazz you know come out to the yacht come hang out with us do you know how to swim and i was like no and she laughed you know and i didn't take offense to it but she was like what is it with you black women she said y'all are taking over like y'all are doing some major shit but y'all don't know how to swim she said every time i'm on my boat and i'm looking in the ocean i study see black women on the back of a damn uh jet ski Scared to fall off with a life vest on. Don't know what the hell they going to do if they fall off. And I thought about that. I was like, damn, you know what? If we out of the beach and one of our kids drown, we hoping like hell for a lifeguard. You know? Right. So my experience with it, you know what I mean? It just, it was 
just another certification, you know what I mean, to, you know, have up under my belt. You know what I mean? Add to it, my portfolio. And it comes to find out when I actually went through the class that if you put your hands on any person, that can be your relative, your child, your your friend, your coworker, and you end up doing it wrong, press congestion, I mean, chest compressions, and, you know, mouth to mouth, and you end up getting it wrong, do you know they can, they can actually sue you for wrongful death? Or even um, in the case of uh, what it was, um, we'll get back to that, but it is like wrongful death, in other words. So having that on my job is critical to our insurance. And a lot of people don't know that. It's like having a house when you have rentals insurance or it's in your mortgage that your price is set at a certain at a certain thing. But if you have an alarm on your house, do you know that price goes down substantially? So in other words, okay, I done got certified with the CPR, I mean, and another one, heavy equipment operator. I can max out at almost 75,000 tons, you know, easy. And that's with on-ground cranes and air cranes, whatever, whatever. But my thing is, my statement I used to always make to my best friend, ain't you glad you ain't where you was a year ago? Wow. And for the past three years, I've been going up since I left my comfort zone. That is amazing. So that's that's a that's a good ass question to ask. Aren't you glad you ain't where you were a year ago? Believe it or not, man, earlier today I was riding in my car and a lot of people, they think I don't believe in God because I talk about the universe a whole lot, but I definitely believe in God. But I was riding in the car and I was like, God, thank you. This was literally like an hour ago. I said, thank you that I don't think the same way I did a year ago. Like mentally, emotionally, um, financially, I, I think different. And I, I'm just so thankful for the growth, you know, and... Stuff like that. It it does. It feels different. And as you as you increase, as you excel, your circle is going to change as well. And and I like what you said about increasing your education because like we were talking about, a lot of people, especially millennials, they feel like when you're getting out of college, well, when you're getting out of high school, they don't want to go to college anymore. Everybody wants to just get a trade and make the money real quick. And that's amazing. That's a great thing. But I like how, even though we're older now, you're into college and you're getting all these certifications that a lot of people do not think about. Like CPR, that's major. Like, like I just said, Right now, if something happened to my daughter, I don't know how to do no damn CPR. Thank God we live like 30 seconds away from an emergency room, but I would not know what to do. And how valuable are you really, you know, to someone else if you can't save their life? You know, let's not talk about the money and, and all of that shit. Let's talk about if I'm about to die, can you save me? Or if I'm eating some chitlins and, and cornbread and collard greens every damn day of my life and fried chicken and pork chops, are you going to say, hey, you need a salad? Are you going to sit there, oh, my baby, like these neck bones and keep feeding me some shit? You know, help as well. Right. And this, let's just go back to where I was saying, you know what I mean? It ain't so bad starting over. 
on I want to touch base, and this gonna be a, a touchy, touchy one. You know what I mean, because I was a part of it. You know, not a victim, but you know. Anyway, this domestic violence issue, like okay, it don't only affect your household; it affects someone else's household. Perfect example up here, maybe a month ago, man and a lady got into it and up she called the cops he had some bullshit ass warrant or whatever but still few so they come he end up shooting one of the cops killing them of course you know they gonna respond kill him now the person who called has this on her conscience more than anything because it could have been easily avoided, which she did everything right. The cop did everything right. But guys, we have a decision to leave. That's Trust me. Trust me. It's well worth it. Like I said, I done got at least two to three certifications in the past three years, every year. You know what I mean? At least It's like, starting over, it ain't so bad. And not only that, I used to always think, you know, I can't take a vacation. You know what I mean? Unless I go with somebody. That is not a vacation, bro. A vacation is when you can pay your shit and you don't have to go nowhere. Like, I paid one time, perfect example, I paid, got ahead of my money. That's that's another thing. I'll let Jazz talk to you about that. But getting ahead of your money is the most critical thing in your life. Yes. I paid all my bills, you know what I mean, that first week. So guess what the fuck I can do if I want to? Don't do nothing for the next three weeks, two weeks. That's a vacation. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Every time you go somewhere and you're taking a trip, I mean, yeah, you paid your shit at the house, but you're still paying money to these people. I mean, when you can when you can do the same exact thing, drink margaritas, buy a fucking hot tub. They don't cost them like twenty five hundred. I mean, three thousand, and you can have that same experience at a resort that you can at your goddamn house. I got a club, movie theater, goddamn DJ booth, um, a cigar room, all in my house. Because that's the shit that I like doing. So why not invest in yourself? Now, Jazz, tell them about this money thing that you got going on. That's that's real shit that you just said. That Like, I talk about that a lot. I talk about budgeting and, like... The major thing that I like to pe- for people to understand is we have a lot of people out here. They are looking successful, but they ain't really successful. They got chains and shit on, but they credit fucked up. They got nice ass cars, but they fucking car about to be repossessed. Like it's like that was me, and that was me, and that was me. That's and that's I would never talk about some shit. All my cars were paid for. It just I had nice ass car, a lot of chains on it. 
ain't nothing in my name though. Uh, that's the whole fucking important thing of what she said. Like, get shit in your name. Build yourself. I mean, self wealth is the best wealth. One hundred percent. Can't depend on other people's money. One hundred percent. Like. And until you got those bills paid, it makes absolutely no sense to take no type of vacation because then you're gonna be robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're gonna you're gonna go on a vacation with your friends. You're gonna spend all of this shit in the back of your head. You're gonna be like, man, I know my light bill do. Fuck that, I'll let it double. Like this is how I used to think. I'll let this light bill double. Fuck that. <laughs> then later around, you asking your friend, hey, uh, can I borrow twenty dollars? And then when you get your check, all your ass really had left over after bills if you would have budgeted was twenty dollars. So now you got to take that twenty dollars and pay somebody back instead of just sitting down and saying, "Okay, my bills are two thousand dollars a month. Okay, I make twenty five hundred dollars a month. So what that means is, after I pay my bills, I got five hundred dollars for the rest of the month to be smart with. If you do that shit, if you are to budget and do it correctly for about ninety days, you'll start seeing where your money is going. You'll see what's coming in. You'll see what's going out. Stuff will start making more sense. Then you won't have to stress about coming back from a vacation because you take a vacation and then you got to come back and vacate from the damn vacate. Because now you're trying to figure out how to pay shit back that you shouldn't have spent. You understand? Now you're working over. Now you're working over. You'll never, you'll never get the money that you spent. A lot of people fail to realize that. If I spend $200 tonight, you know what I mean? And somebody walk up and give me $200 tomorrow, I still ain't got my money back. Exactly. I was 400 up, you know? So... I just think about different ways I spend my money, not who I spend my money with. You know, if I don't have to go out to a club, bring the club to me. You know what I mean? I social distance because I don't fuck with nobody anyway. So, you know, I can have a party on my own. But, you know, from my experience and, you know, being in a state to where I didn't have a cousin friend, relative nowhere that shit make you hard i mean you're gonna do one or two things fold the flop i mean so she to me it wasn't it wasn't no second guessing because for one my image is my image mean the most to me like you for one you would never talk about me oh i said hell no nah, nah nigga can't even say what the fuck i do but they see me pop my shit I mean, and shit hit different when motherfuckers talk about you, but they don't know what they talking about. Real talk. So let's talk to the people about, you were telling me about how when you go to jail, even if it's for, um, did you say it was like a, a misdemeanor or a felony? You said when you go to jail or if you do any type of domestic violence to someone, you get into it with your girlfriend, that shit follows you. And then later around when you're trying to get these certifications, when you decide to change, tell them how like the, the, the most simplest thing can fuck you up later around in the future. <laughs> so that's another hot topic, right? A lot of people don't realize in order to get anywhere at any national airport, in a, any international airport, any power plant, any pretty much any union job, state job, federal job, they do a fucking very thorough background check on you. Like, it ain't nothing you can hide. So, the point of that is, I know a cat with a felony. I mean, got caught with this, that, distribute. 
whatever, whatever. See, this time, blase, blase. But he can get into the airport. Know this other guy. Works for us. Got one domestic choice. They pulled his CDL license. He can't go into any airport. He can't go to, he can't work on state DOT jobs. None of that. All because of a domestic violence. But you mean to tell me, I can sell dope, but I can't hit him? I mean, no. You know, so that carries like, you know, you you have a choice. You know what I mean? It ain't so bad starting over. I'm going to keep saying that. So walk away. Because if you get that domestic violence, trust me, brother, they going to hide you. I mean, it ain't no if and buts about it. Nigga get caught with goddamn with dope as long as ain't that dog food. And, you know what I mean, he'll be back out on the street. But you put your hands on them, yeah, they gonna lock your ass up for a good little minute, and then that shit gonna follow you so when you do try to get a loan, like, that shit is on there. Wow. Like, all that shit is on there. Like, when you get business loans and this and that, yeah, that's on there. Wow. I mean, I'm not a little personal loans, you know that's some real knowledge. I had no idea. And, you know, and guys that have not matured yet, females as well, ladies, this for you too. Now, I don't know if it weighs as heavy on females as it do males when it comes to domestic violence. But here's my thing. Whenever you're in a situation to where you even have to get, if you got to get that angry that you feel like you have to hit somebody anyway, that's not the person for you at that time in your life. Maybe later in life, it may be. But right now, exactly. if you get that angry, if you get that angry to where you got to make a decision in a split second that might change your life for the worse for eternity, then you may just want to look yeah. like a damn punk if you have to. Because I got a friend, that's yeah. a friend of mine. Um, I knew this guy for probably about four years or so. And when I first met him, he was just getting out of jail. He did seven years for some type of robbery or something. So he got out of jail. He had found a good job, got him a car. He was doing really good. Met a girl, started talking to the girl. Now he's on probation. He got into it with the girl and her boyfriend that he, he didn't know she had showed up at an event. They got into a fight. He's back in jail, has been in jail for three more years. So his whole life, basically, since he was 17, this guy has been in jail. And when he got out and tried to start over, all because of a female that was that was not honest with him. And all because of him feeling like, oh, nigga, you ain't about to punk me. I got to hit your ass back. Now you back in jail. And the guy who you hit, he's still out there with the woman. So it's like you fucked your life up because you ain't want to look like a punk. And because you was chasing some pussy. <laughs> like, was it worth it? Right. And that's how I go. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Sorry, it's, 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 it's not Corona. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. Corona. Right? <laughs> Don't keep that on us. You know, but I mean, like, I'm loving this right now, but, you know, the people, we'll, we'll get up another episode of the shit we got to talk about because we, we still got a lot of topics and discussions, you know, that need to be brought up, you know, just shit that's going on around us. Even with our kids, you know what I mean? Like, first, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we going to do. Jazz, you, 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 you with me on this one? I'm with you. I'm listening. Okay. This is what we going to do. Females. If a man wants to be in his child life, let him. You taking 
is memories, time that you can't get back. And they're going to resent you for it because they know what it is. Sure, no. So, ladies, please. I mean, if you have that one that actually want to be there doing and you still, you know, on the fuck shit, and you know what I mean? Get up off of it. Let it go. That's real. I'm saying that with niggas. Get on your job. That's real. You know I mean, I see, I see most, most females at you know little league games than, 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 than niggas. You know what I mean, the only ones out there is the coach and the referee. That's real. And you know what? Now I've been doing this podcast for about six months, I think. And one thing I never ever talk about is the relationship that I have with my baby daddy and the way that he is or is not in my daughter's life. I won't comment on that. But I will say that if females, if you are out there and and the dad wants to be in your child's life and you feel like you're punishing him for not letting them see the kid, that's that's definitely not it. And you really need to check yourself. You need to check your spiritual growth. And when I say spiritual, this ain't got nothing to do with Jesus or God. When I, when I say spiritual, I'm talking about knowing of yourself. Because once you know yourself... When you know yourself, when you love yourself, there is certain shit that you won't even be a part of. You won't even allow it. Like, if you really love yourself and you really know yourself, certain shit ain't gonna matter. And one of them things is going to be how you felt about something that somebody did in the past. Like, if you cannot coexist with your ex, if you can't be cordial with your ex, I ain't saying that you gotta breathe down their neck, call them, say you love them, talk to them every day, I ain't saying that. I'm saying if you can't be cordial with your ex and you're calling yourself grown, you got a major fucking problem. I don't care what they did. Nobody should be that bad off to where if you see them, you can't say, hey. Now, if they fucked up and did some shit like, you know, beating you, raping you, that's, that's understandable. But if it's like a normal breakup situation to where they cheated or something like that and you see them out, and and they say hey to you and you can't say hey back and you calling yourself grown, you really need to check your damn self. I'm just being real. You need to you need to check yourself. And I'm gonna say this, like guys who are not in their child's life because they feel like, oh, I can't talk to the mama because she gonna feel some type of way. Like, y'all need to realize the kids are suffering from this. And it's a ongoing generational curse that does not end. My mom's dad was not in her life. My dad was not in my life. So I'm not going to say what I could say when it comes to my daughter. And you know, at some point you have to say, Who's going to break the cycle? Now, it's not about kissing ass. It's not about... Because you don't have to beg nobody to be in your kid's life. But I'm, just like Tuki just said, I'm going to say, if you have someone that wants to be in their child's life, let them. You don't, you don't got to be there. Most of these damn kids, three years old with a cell phone, they know how to use it. They know how to FaceTime. If you need to drop their ass off at the park, go around the corner and sit at the gas station and get an icy, then get your ass a Slurpee and sit over there let them talk to their daddy and get back to it. You know? Straight up. <laughs> so, Tookie over there choking. I don't know what he got. I want some of it. <laughs> but <laughs> this has been an amazing, amazing episode. We didn't want to keep you guys long. We have so much other stuff that we want to talk about. But um, I just want to give shouts out to Tookie, man, because like I said, I remember when I when I met him a long time ago. Like he ain't never just been out there just looking for fucking trouble. But if the trouble came, he was going to be a part of that shit. And to see that he's 
matured in such a way as a man and as a person to realize what's important now. You know, it's like, okay, I have kids out here. I have money to be made. I have generational wealth to build. When I leave here, I want my kids to still be able to carry on the shit that I'm carrying on. And kids carry on everything you're carrying on. So if you here and you got kids and you being broke, even if you don't show your kids you being broke, that's just the way that the universe works. That's the vibration that you're carrying on to your kids. So they're going to be doing some broke shit. And then if you out here beating on women, your kids, even if they ain't see you do it, even if they ain't never heard you do it, the way that the vibrational frequencies work, the way that the karma works in the world, that's what's going to follow your kids, your, your offsprings. So if people want black people to start being respected, do it for the culture. Like, change some shit up so that we can start seeing a change. There's no reason no more these days. Like, we got access to too much shit. You know? So, yes, I have really enjoyed this episode with you, Tuki. Um, I hope to have you back again. Yes. Um, You got anything else you want to leave with the people before we go? Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting me on your episode of Rebel Talk. And um, anybody who want to follow me, follow me on Facebook, John 2 Oakley. You, of course. Um, another thing, all the rappers, new orders, you know, that's having showcases in Atlanta. Reach out to me. I'm doing a thing where I'm going to start payment plans on stage production. So reach out to me. Get in my inbox. You know what I mean? Let me know what you got going on. I'll let you know what I can do for you. Thank you again. But let me be on your episode of Rebel Talk. We are. For sure. Guys, and I want you guys to go ahead and follow me. You can find me at The Millionaire Tribe on YouTube. You can also follow me at Queen Creator with the number eight in create underscore at Instagram. And I also have some other things that I'm going to be releasing to you guys very soon. If you would like to buy some Millionaire Tribe merch, go to my store at www.jorishidol.com. And you can also purchase my cryptocurrency classes there as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time.